You are listening to Spilling the Tea, a real estate podcast with Christy Macero and Sheila Maycheck. you're listening to Spilling the Tea with Christy, that's me, and Sheila Majek. Hello. Today we have a special episode where you're stuck with just the two of us. Just the two of us. And Jeremy. Technically, there's three of us in the room. Yeah. Technically, yeah. Technically. So, so you are with Sheila and I. Uh, we did not think today's episode really needed anybody else. That's how juicy this is. You guys mm-hmm. know that when we don't have another agent with us or we don't have another guest, it's the straight goods. It's the dirty. It's the good stuff. It's some serious tea. It's some serious tea. Yeah. Seriously steeped. Yes. Dark roast. Dark roast. It's dark roasted it's tea. It's dark roast tea. <laughs> okay. It's November 15th, mm-hmm. and we are already in the middle of National Fraud Prevention Week, which started on the 12th, and it goes until about the 18th. So you can imagine that today's topic is all about the scum of the earth. Fraudsters. Amazing. People who feel entitled to dupe others out of their hard-earned cash because mm-hmm. they feel like they deserve it. Maybe that they're smarter than others, and they feel like they can uh, take other people's wealth. Get away with it. They can just scheme. Mm-hmm. And we're not about that. In real estate, because we're dealing with thousands upon thousands of dollars in a way that absolutely grants human emotion because these are big deals, lots yeah. of money, lots of emotion. Life savings. Totally. Anytime that you get money and emotion involved, there's an opportunity for fraud. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of sad because uh, core value wise, that would really rub Sheila and I the wrong way. Yeah. So Sheila, we've heard the stories, haven't we? Yep. People putting deposits down for rentals Ooh. and it's not actually something that's for rent. It's a listing. So people will take those photos and put them online and say, oh, just send me a deposit and I'll, I'll mail you the keys. Yeah, that's not cool. No. In fact, we've had our photos stolen. Yes. Do you remember when that happened? I do. There was, we had sold a unit yeah. in a building and, and we had the alert still set for the complex, just checking things out. But it was the seller that told us. Yeah. She was like, oh, why is my couch, my condo? <laughs> listed as another unit yeah which is extremely uncool and of course we i mean if, if somebody's asking us for common yeah. photo photos or something like that yeah. they talk to us we're generally pretty cool it's not like it was the exterior of the building or the gym this was room by room the finishings like this was our unit and we had we had special ceilings in there and Somebody put that online as if it were theirs, and it was not. No, and I really don't like that. So we definitely mm-hmm. made sure that they knew that we weren't cool with that. So it is what it is. Um, we went to the board. It got dealt with. Yeah, because nowhere on the listing did that agent disclose that those photos weren't of the unit he was selling. That's right. So it's like yeah. false advertising. A little bit. We ain't about that. No. No, we yeah. don't do that kind of thing. So... Um, Guys, I I host something called Improv Night. And what happens is agents come downstairs to camp brewing. They let us use the room, which is super kind of them. It's actually an accredited board course through our board. uh, And I host this night where we pull scenarios out of a hat. And agents... It gets interactive. It gets very interactive. And and agents are all around the room and they're having a drink and they're Mm -hmm. sitting with their friends and they get to hear the crazy scenarios get read out. And I come up with these scenarios because if... Obviously, by now you guys have learned that we've we've seen some things. We've seen some things. We've seen some things, yeah. and 
I did get a guy once who came up and he said to me, Christy, I want your hardest scenario. I want the hardest thing that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. I said, do you really? Are you feeling lucky? Are you feeling <laughs> good, my friend? Yeah. Because I knew right away that the chances of this agent getting it right is slim to none. Mm -hmm. But the beautiful thing is it's a learning environment and that's what he's there to do. He's learn he's he's not supposed to nail it. You know, people in those scenarios are not supposed to nail it because if if not then why would we even be hosting it? No one would learn anything. Yeah. So this guy amazing 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 agent. I said to him I said, "Do you really want my hardest scenario?" He goes, "Yeah." So I literally took my clipboard and I put it down. Because this is a true story. Uh, just like all of our stories, basically. Um, but this is a true story, and it goes like this. Are you guys ready? Imagine that your phone rings. Imagine that your client is on the phone and they are upset. They are upset into the phone. The tone on the phone is devastation. You know something's wrong. You know something's wrong immediately. Their spouse has just informed them via collect call that they are in a prison cell across the country. Oh, no. We're not talking jail. We're not talking, talking holding cells. We're talking they are in prison. Okay. Prison across the country. We're talking East Coast. Not like, hey, honey, I'm in the drunk tank. I had too much fun. No, come get me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this is like, hey, I've been sentenced to a prison term. Wow. And I, that's where I am. That's a pretty serious phone call. It's an extremely serious phone call. Um, so yeah, so they've been sentenced to a prison term. And to make matters worse, the spouse informs them that there is no money in the bank account. There is only about a month, maybe two months left. Wow. Yeah. That's They're, pretty devastating. It's so devastating. Imagine imagine you getting that call right now. If you're married or you have got a common law, imagine getting that phone call where your spouse is in a jail cell and they are like, yeah, by the way, we have no money. Uh, mortgage is up for renewal in about a month or so. So you got to figure something out. Wow. Up a creek. Up a creek without a paddle times 10. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is the situation that was put in front of me. And this is why I love this scenario and to share the story because it was probably, I'm thinking to this point, the hardest deal I've ever done. Mm -hmm. Because at that moment, you have to sit there and go, you got to go into like, like sport, like realtor sport mode almost. Yeah. You have to sit there and think, okay, what can I do? What can I not do? Yeah. What are the next steps to take? How do, how do you even react to that? Totally. Um, and I've, I've been in this, uh, I've been in this situation twice where this has come up in a crowd, um, and Sheila's been with me and they, you know, the, the golden question is, you know, how do people react to that? And Sheila, you've been in the room when people have been reacting. It's yeah. Kind of disbelief in the room. Like when they're thinking, oh, what's your hardest scenario? I don't think this kind of thing would come to mind. Like not a fraudulent, like someone in prison and you have to what sell their house now. How would you even navigate that? Normally you sit down at a table or worst case scenario, you're maybe a Zoom call and, and you're signing documents back and forth. But I, I don't think they have that in prison. They do not. No. <laughs> <laughs> so this like full blown, this is a situation. Yeah. So you can't, you got, you can't like, you can't do the empathy thing. You can't be, you know, you can't tell a worse story because there is none. Let's be serious. This is that person's most Jerry Springer moment of their entire life. 
okay? Um, You know, a family with children in the house. Oh, no. Old enough to know what's going on. Yeah. So it's bad. It's so bad. And you now are in this position. And the very first thing you have to think is that you are not a lawyer. Mm. You can't give legal advice. Because agents were people pleasers. We want to come up with a solution right away. Yeah. The lawyers listening to this are like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If any lawyer would ever listen to yeah. this podcast <laughs> and not to sue me. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> but it's more of a situation where you got to sit there and think like, you can't give legal advice on this. No. You can't give legal advice. All you can do is think, how do I sell this person's house? But do I even get into that? Because can you sell someone's house if they're in prison? How do you do that? Right? Yeah. It gets really ugly really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, so I had to, I was, I'm very fortunate. I got a lot of connections across Canada, mm-hmm. a lot of connections across Canada of being a first responder wife. There's not a single, like, and Sheila too, there's not a single small community that our car would break down in or we would have an issue in that another Mountie spouse would not come to our aid. Yeah. We have a huge network of people. I know that I am safe anywhere I go in Canada because there's this amazing network of Mounties that look after each other like family. So in this scenario, I just popped on my little group and I said, hey, I need a, I need a lawyer, you know, in this part of the country, like way over in that part of the country, I need to speak with somebody. Mm-hmm. I got to speak with somebody. And I'm telling my client, like, you got to go talk to a lawyer here and we got to get some advice. So he needed a lawyer in the province or territory that that person was in. Basically, because in my head, the only way that you can you can sign for another person or you can do anything for another person, because you got to remember the clock is ticking down. It's not a situation where you can just send mail into the prison. They can sign it and send it back. Like they're not allowed mail. They're not allowed pens. Like things can get stuck in the mailroom forever. Like then they would have to send it back. Well, what if they don't have any money in their accounts? And like, it's a whole thing, right? Yeah. It's a whole process. It's not, it's not like it is on TV. You can't just go in there. Yeah. So I was fortunate enough to, and I remember exactly where I was, exactly where I was when I had this conversation with the lawyer. Um, and I was standing in this kitchen, there was an inspection going on and I got on the phone and he said to me, he goes, we would have to do this via power of attorney. He would have to grant permission in order to allow his wife to sell the house. Okay. That's the only way that he would be able to do it. Okay. And I'm sitting there going like, okay. So you're like, great. I'll ask the wife. Do you have a power of attorney already? Right. So yeah. I, so of course you go back to the wife and you say, Hey, do you have a power attorney? Yeah. No, they don't. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> Solution shot down. Like, yeah. but the thing is, is the thing is, is the thing is, is that you can get a power of attorney signed. Okay. But a lawyer can't go into a prison just on any day of the week. Like in the movies, it's like, oh, I'll go there on a Tuesday and I'll go in and check in and talk to the prisoner and everything's good. Visitation. There are certain set dates and times that they allow people to go in. Mm -hmm. So it might be like Thursday at two o'clock. There's only certain lawyers that they allow into the facility Oh no. And if you're getting, which thankfully this guy was, cause I was like, perfect. <laughs> um, you're exactly who I need. Yeah. You're the hero. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, and everything has to be signed up. So everything has to be signed in British Columbia, sent over to the lawyer in that other province. They take it into the wow. jail cell, but there has to be a second lawyer that also gets hired to notarize the first lawyer to make sure that no one's under duress. 
So it's like a process and a half. That's quite a few bills because I don't imagine any of those people or professionals involved do this for free. Like no. it costs money to have every single person involved. That's right. So you're paying for <laughs> paperwork here. Lawyer number one. Courier to the lawyer. Oh. Lawyer number one. Lawyer number two. Ugh. Courier back. Yeah. And we're against the clock. We can't list anything unless we have that power of attorney. <sighs> cool. And it's fine. You have to have the person in the prison cell agree. Mm. They have to agree. So I imagine that's probably a pretty bad moment for somebody in a prison cell. They're probably worried. Yeah. And they, you know, they could, they could be worried that their whole life is going to fall apart. Yeah. So it got, it got really dicey really quick. And then you got this like weird timestamp on you. Yeah. Hey, sign this form so we can try to get your spouse out of the hole. Exactly. That you, you've left them holding the bag. Yeah. Yeah. So not, not great. Um, now Sheila, you've, you've actually, you've had every job in the history of the world. That's true. I have. And I'm not kidding guys. Like I'm talking <laughs> dental hygienist, Rona splashes you served. Yeah. And I worked at a plumbing wholesaler. I was a transcriptionist. I, I worked at cells as a relief guard yeah. up in the Arctic. So you yeah. were a cell guard, right? Yeah. So I was relief. So I, I didn't interact with the prisoners, like taking them in and out, but I was there to watch over them. Yeah. So not everybody can just go in there and talk to a prisoner at any time. No, no. And is it vastly different than the movies? Yeah. You have to come in. It's actually, it's very unromantic. You come and sign it at front. There needs to be an officer there with time to bring the person out into a room and stay with them. And it's all done under surveillance and they have to mark it, mark it down and check your pockets and everything. So yeah, it gets, it gets really weird really quickly. Yeah. So imagine just Imagine all of that, having to set all of that up. You're against the time clock for the time scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, you're having to go in, take photos, and, you know, try to get the house on the market. Um, then you have to get the power of attorney back. Then you have to sell it mm-hmm. and have it. And, and, you know, this family that's living in this house is now having to, you know, sell all of their things, like yeah. try to find a place to move out to, like all this other stuff. Yeah. Surprise. This is what's happening. You're going to have showings, people coming in and out and. Yeah. And it's, it's just such a, it was such a rude, quick, dirty situation. And it was all because somebody decided that they were going to commit fraud and get sentenced accordingly. Yeah. And people like, there are such things as happy sales and sad sales. And then there are sales that just absolutely disgust you to your core, like absolutely on every level. Like this person had children, they had their spouse, they had their family, they had everything. And they just completely hung them out to dry in probably the worst, most rude way I've ever seen. So you can see how that would be a really difficult scenario in improv class when someone's like, Hey, give me your worst one. And you're like, here it is. Yeah. So basically anyone who hears that story remembers it. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that people on this, like if you're listening or you're watching, um, it sticks with you too, because real estate, it's not impossible. You just have to get really crafty. You have to really sit there and think like, 
you know, what do we have to do to accomplish? And you have to go to the right avenues. You got to go to a lawyer. You got to go to a specialist that specializes in these. Come to me. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, but specialize in these kind of situations. Yeah. Thankfully, I had a couple of years of real estate under my belt because the amount of uh, and you and you try not to get stressed out about it, but there's a little bit of empathy stress there. Yeah, it's a little bit of empathy stress because these people's lives are changing in in very within, quick within a phone call. Yeah, so it it sucked. So long story long, it was a very very quick education for me. It was the biggest lesson probably ever um, that so I've were had. Were you able to? get all you got the power of attorney yes you listed the house were you able to sell it at any time yeah we were able to sell it quite quickly thankfully wow. the market was doing quite well um not like superstar but yeah you know when you list properly and everything looks good you do it right yeah and uh able to move the family out able to you know get them settled elsewhere and yeah it just sucks like it was just such a like a nasty feeling signing the papers because it's not what anyone wanted. And, you know, when you have to witness so many tears and heartbreak, mm -hmm. um, it just doesn't there. It just doesn't feel good. Yeah. Because that wasn't anybody's choice other than that person who put themselves in that situation and in turn put their entire family in that situation at risk at complete and utter risk. Yeah. Uh, and it's just un it's unfortunate. It's disgusting. And it's it's just too bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh Final note on this one. I know it's a little bit of a quicker kind of situation today, but like I said, it's the quick and dirty, um, <laughs> but a very, very good story. Yeah. Um, don't go to jail, guys. Don't do it. Like, just don't do it. Don't it's go to prison. Good advice. Yeah. Don't do it. Just maybe stay on the straight and narrow, especially if you don't need to commit fraud. Don't. Yeah. Um, that's the golden rule. Uh, and if you do want to do that, just get a power of attorney signed so that we can sell your house when you're locked you're up done. in the slammer. No, I'm just like... Yeah. <laughs> makes it much easier on the process you <laughs> yeah. just have it ready yeah you can sell all your stuff no i'm yeah. just i'm just kidding but yeah so uh thanks for listening you guys i hope this one just gets burned into your memory banks uh until the end of time i'm sure it will it's burned into mine it feels good to get it out um and cheers sheila thanks for getting us through that cheers go team Thank you for listening to Spilling the Tea, a real estate podcast with Christy Macero and Sheila Maycheck. 